Welcome back, you guys. This is going to be a bonus episode because your girl is working, okay? <laughs> so, I have the lovely Zara here. Hi. And we're going to talk about, just quickly, just friendship. Because lately, friendship has been on my heart. And it's always been something that's, like, extremely important to me. Um, and throughout the years, I've had friends, lost friends, lost touch with friends, still connect with friends here and there, got best friends, you know, got friends that I know I'm not going to be friends with long. <laughs> and then I have friends that I know I'm going to be friends with. My key, Our kids going to grow up together. Um, so friendship is just has been on my mind heavy. And I just want to talk about it. So I had looked up an article um, about philosoph- a philosophy article based okay, on Aristotle's um, inter- inter- interpretation of friendship or what it should be. So, Zara, what's the gist of what you see? Okay, so the first part of the um, article is about the nature of friendship. And the two things that I saw being pointed out... um, Okay, so they say that the Greeks traditionally distinguish um, three notions that are... These are the three notions of love, not friendship. Okay. It's agape, euros, and phila. Agape is like all-encompassing. It means Mm -hmm. to create value in the beloved... Euros and Phila are generally understood as responses to merits of their objectives. But what I took notice too is there there's a part in the second paragraph where they talk about there's a difference between love and friendship. Mm-hmm. Which is what? They say that love is an evaluative attitude, which means that this can this attitude can be directed towards someone who loves you back or not. Whereas friendship is um a kind of relationship that's grounded in a particular kind of special concern each one has for um, each other, so friendship would be reciprocal, and love doesn't have to be. And so that's which what, makes sense. Yeah, that's what I picked up on this here, and then on the next paragraph, they talked about how romantic relationship is often distinguished between euros and phila because euros and uh, philia are uh, sometimes represented as being rooted in sex. Mm. As for a lot of philosophers, feel like. Agape can exist without sex, which is kind of counterintuitive because there's a lot of writing about agape love being rooted in like homoeroticism, where like men feel like in order for another man to love a man completely. And see, when you read the three of those, I was drawn to the agape. Yeah, agape. Well, I think that's because I think women perceive. Agape is two different things. As, as women perceive agape as something different than men do, because mm. we're in culture too. Mm. So okay, so taken from just that, because you know, on our own, we're gonna read the article, but just to give you, just to spark the conversation, what is friendship to you? Or is is your original idea of friendship the same as it is now? I feel like it changes a lot. Um. I don't know. I think it's about how somebody makes me feel now. As opposed to before, I don't know what it was about. But now, <laughs> for real, I'm just being honest. Now it's about, like, does this person make me feel good? Like, mm-hmm. because I feel like your mind and everything else can get in the way. So it's just more of like, does this person make me feel good? Yeah, okay. Well, this is my friend right now. And mm-hmm. when they stop making me feel good, then we might have to reevaluate some things. Yeah, I get that. I think... My idea of friendship has for sure changed. Um, I go back and forth, though, because I'm very... 
I may not come off as it, but I'm very much, I be trying, like, I really am Captain Save-A-Hole, and I be battling with that because not everybody deserves or needs to be saved, and it's not my responsibility because I don't have no kids. That part. And although I do feel like I come into people's life and I do bring value and I'm a hell of a friend, I don't think that some of the some of the things I, I have done or that I do or I want to do, it's not my responsibility to do for grown people. That part. Um, but I think the younger me, which had tons of friends back in Dayton, Ohio, but I think those friends, it was more of like a popularity thing in a sense. Are you eating a line by yourself? Mm-mm. Oh, um, I think back then the friendship was more so because of popularity in the sense of what I wore or who they thought I was or, you know, even even a couple people because they have seen my dad and seen the type of car my dad had. They wanted to be my friend so they can ride in the car. It's like shit like that. And granted, we were kids, so I can't hold that against them. Right. But that was what I thought my friendship was. I thought it was, well, oh. I mean, granted, I've never been that person that all my friends look and dress like. I've never been that girl. Because I'm not into that. I don't want to be in no clique. That's, I'm not, that's that weird. Now, that's homoerotic. Homo that's that weird shit. I'm not into that. I don't want to be looking like a girl group every time we go out. Because we all dress like the same aesthetic. I look that. I'm not into that. But I think, so that was child me. And I think preteen, teenager, I was coming into this, like, this friendship of well we've been friends this long so that's why this is my friend and I think just probably a couple years ago I kind of kind of I kind of grew out of that because time doesn't mean shit just like blood doesn't mean anything the the time frame of how long you've been friends with somebody that doesn't determine how good of a friend they are that just means that somebody's been to fit in so y'all been friends this long so that's that and then now, as a grown person, like you said, like I'm, I, as an adult, I'm more so like, who, if, if they weren't in my life, who would bother me if they wasn't in my life? So, yeah, how I feel around you matters because that's just for anybody. But five, six, a chit, two weeks from now, if I don't care if I ain't talked to them in two weeks, is that really my friend? No. And that's me because I'm that person where that whole going months without talking to your friends, I don't do that. And I don't, th- I don't think that's a friendship, me personally. Call me call me needy yeah. or call me whatever people want to call needy, it. It's not needy, but I've had to realize, because I think that's been like maybe... Has that been an issue in our friendship? No, we've always talked all the time. Or we was always around each other. I think we are around each other less as we gotten older, but... Mm. Sorry, we was all... Sorry. I feel like we went through times we didn't talk. I mean, yeah, because you you would be going through which it would be like life changes with us, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. And that's like that's expected, but it's all right. I mean, well, my thing is, I'm the type of I'll I'm, I don't ghost, but I'll kind of just go off and. I mean, I think I think all my friends were like that for us. Like, so. I'm just gonna go do me, like, <laughs> yeah. I, and that's not. But I think too. But the thing is, me and Jasmine at the what's this at the beginning of the year we made a commitment to kind of refurbishing. Yeah, our and, friendship. And we both just we admitted. Or, or, you know, was accountable for whatever we played and whatever, and we just moved forward, which is what adults do. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, like, the going, like, it's different. Like, you, it's life changes. I understand you got to adapt to that. It's cool. But going completely ghost from your friends no, for months no, or yeah. days on end no. and still calling them your friend, I don't do that. That's weird to me. Very. I'm quick to call somebody an associate or a homegirl. I don't, because I'm... <laughs> 
And people be like, oh, that's needy. You shouldn't expect your friends to talk to you all the time. No, yes, you, you should have. You know what? I, had I to, like consistency. I had to get away from that because there are some spiritual practices that say, like, you shouldn't. And I don't think you should place expectations on people, but right. you should have boundaries. Yeah. And if one of your boundaries is, I'm not going to have people in my life who can't be consistent with communication. All right. And see, I'm I'm one of those friends where I don't have to all. I'm I'm not always around my friends. I'm one of those friends where I might get invited out. Uh, don't be wanting to go unless it's like food related, for real, for real. <laughs> um, so my and my friends know that, so they don't invite me unless it's gonna be food involved for the most part, which sounds bad, but it's not. I just like to eat. Yeah, me too. I feel that. Um, but do I talk to? I I talk to. Most of my friends every, every day, day. whether day. whether it's just a, <laughs> literally whether it's just a hey what you doing or a girl tell me why like or asking questions throughout the day or just to check on them, I definitely have always been big on that because all that going years or months yeah. so talking to your friend friend, you, I'm and, cool and on that's, that. And that's, mm, let me not do that. I'm a, I'm a redact. Let me, <laughs> we probably like, both have a lot of redacts. Yeah, but I, so okay, so another question: mm-hmm. What type of friend do you think you are? <sighs> If if you had to label it, I think I'm the accepting friend. Yes, okay. Like I think I'm the friend who kind of like people know they can tell me some like the wildest shit, and I'm gonna be like, they they don't know what to expect. So I think that's better than expecting the worst. But that's kind of vague, Zara. You can you can give a better answer than that because we both are understanding and accepting. Are you talking about kind of just of us? Like no, like just, you know, like what type of friend are but you? But that's what I'm saying to my other friends who are more because a lot, most of my other friends are real like straight edge. Mm. So when they can tell me some shit they think is crazy, and to me, I'm like, oh my god. Oh yeah, for y'all don't know, me and Zara have experienced a lot together <laughs> <laughs> to where we should not be here talking. Oh, our friendship journey was. So speaking of, Meryl said we was gonna bring up the Little Dragon concert. Yes, that's his perfect time. So. There's, so how do you remember it happening? I was gonna listen. This well, I, I'm gonna say ass. this: there are certain friendships I have where there's like certain moments that were pivotal to where I was like, "Bro, this is gonna be my friend for a long time." Yeah, and I think <laughs> we had moments before that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it but, was like years of yeah, moments. Yeah, but, but I think that little dragon concert. Okay, so let me paint the picture. <laughs> so this was like the first time Little Dragon has ever came to Atlanta in like Bro, a long time. I. When I say highly anticipated concert, I bought we bought our tickets separately, but we was like, let's just go together. And um, <laughs> we partaking some <laughs> some MDMA, yeah, some some razzle dazzle <laughs> on top of drinking while we were there. Amber was smoking, so it was a lot of open acts. So like, I think we was just I don't even remember. Yeah, I, I think once Lil Dragon got on stage, you were so high, bro. You remember that couple was <laughs> there. Thought you would look like their daughter. So me and Zara was in this row, all in the back, because we was too high to really get to close to the action. Bro. It was too much going on. So we was like in the back, and it was like this older married couple behind us, like old white couple, and they were standing up enjoying the tunes or whatever. And like me and Zara was just like looking at looking at each other on camera because when I say the Bratz dolls, how big those eyes were. I'm so mad you know, I had that, that picture is somewhere on the internet floating around. That's where they got these fucking um, the, filters from. Bro. Because when I say our eyes, no lie, never look like Blossom, that. Baby, and Buttercup. Never. My eyes will never be that big again. Literally. And I'm I, never going to dance again. <laughs> right. Like, when I say literally, we looked like some fucking 
cartoon characters and we would just swim in our own little world not even realizing it's a fucking once in a lifetime concert going bro on. first of all little dragon got the fatty swola <laughs> you remember she had on that cheerleading pleated skirt with and the that... white with the white forces and bro her ass is big fat <laughs> <laughs> So we remember the details, but we don't. I couldn't tell you what song was playing or nothing. So the couple behind us, so we were just laughing because when me and Zara get high, it's just giggles. <laughs> Two ricks, literally, like it's giggles. So the couple was like, you know, they were saying something, but I don't think we could hear them. So then at one point, we sit down. I think Zara wanted to go smoke a cigarette, and I'm sitting down, and they, one of them tapped me, and they was like, "Are you guys all right?" And I was like, "Yeah, we're just high." <laughs> so then. Um, I don't know how, but we ended up sitting next to them, and the lady was like rubbing our shoulders and making sure it was okay. Her husband was fanning us and getting us some water. I don't know. So, but we were like, they, you know, we just thinking they just being mom and dad. Right. Like we didn't, we didn't really feel like we was that high, right? Until we left. And this is in Little Five Points. So if you in Atlanta, oh my, bro, I when I say iconic, chaotic, fucking evil. So, if you know Atlanta, you know Lil' Falcons is home or like... We were outside of the Variety Playhouse, by right. the way. So, you know, home or like the homeless people that's doing magic tricks and shit like that. So, we just walking back to the car. By the way, I got a fucking ticket that day. I'll never forget. But, we walking back to the car and like, you know, this homeless guy, he walked up to us and he was like... He walked past us and he stopped and came back and he was like... I want whatever y'all on. And he already looked exuded. <laughs> He already looked exuded. So we was like, we're high. That's when we was like, we're high. Bro, a crackhead come up to you and say, I want whatever y'all are on. Walked past us, did a double take and came back like. <laughs> and it's funny because we aren't the type to be like acting crazy. and No, we, we look, be cool. Literally. And I think it, it be, we be too cool in our eyes and be saying something else. <laughs> So that, I can only imagine how fucking crazy that is. But when I say, well, that was one of the moments where I was like, we're going to be friends for a long time. You know, remember when we did acid? It was my first time doing acid. And we was in that pool with Change of Color. You took the party next door pictures. Dad, and you, you had some mal- magnificent horns. I did not have horns. That's what I seen. So, <laughs> that was my last time doing acid also, because I was not feeling that. <laughs> That was different. I wasn't fucking with that. <laughs> this bitch just was like, you know you a devil, right? I was like, what? I wasn't fucking with it. I just told I just told Redacted about that shit. <laughs> he hollered. I wasn't feeling that. <laughs> that shit. We was, we was walking around. We got tired. We just sat on the curb. And I was looked at her. And like, magnificent. Those horns. That's all I seen. I just was like... It was like some Hellboy shit. That shit was spooky. I was not fucking with it. I was not fucking. By the way, LSD is awesome. You can't do it a lot, though, but LSD is awesome. Okay, but let's get back. In. Let's get back. So, how important do you think those like those like moments in friendship are? Are they like okay? So, could you have moments like that? Well, you've had moments like that. With, with somebody. I'm not friends with no more. Absolutely. So I don't think that matters. Well. Zara's more friendly than I am. So I don't really have... Because I don't trust a lot of people to be doing drugs with. That's first off. Because a lot of people will blow my high and then I get violent. And, <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my vibe. Yeah, like I'm... Yeah, we be chilling, so... Yeah, we really be... We be big... Remember the time we did the edible? 
So let's just gonna be. Let's just talk about this story time. <laughs> so me and Zara. Oh. This is this is back when I used to smoke marijuana, and I, this is my hippie life that I miss at times. You need to come back to the dark side. So. We. This is my first. I'm taking an actual edible. Also, first let me bro, mention. Wait, let me make a asterisk. This is a cliff note. That nigga did not tell us not to eat the whole cookie. And he needed his ass. But I don't remember what he looked like. He needed his ass what to dust. To dust. This nigga gave us a mall size cookie and Each. didn't say, and didn't say a ting. Cookie was bigger than the mall size. That joint was like low key. That shit was. It could fit. The whole cookie was bigger than each of our hands. Absolutely. And we each bought one. We should just bought one for both of us. We each bought a cookie and, 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 and was drinking a bottle of wine and we smoked. So me and Zara go to this party because mind you, if you know me, I ain't going no to nowhere sober because I'm not going to have fun. Or that was back then. Now I'm just not going to go. But so we asked, you know, it's some scene party. And just the vibe wasn't right. So we like, we need to be high or something. So we smoke. <laughs> well, we think we smoked on the way there. So we walk, mind you, walk in there with a bottle of wine. Cause that's how we used to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of Moscato. Right. So we drinking that, and then this dude walk around selling edibles. So I'm like, I always wanted to try edible. We buy one. Mind you, we each pay twenty dollars for these big ass cookies. Mind you, we each had a big ass cookie, and we eat. And like, oh, this shit is good. Ate the each <laughs> ate the whole cookie. We finished the bottle of wine. Definitely. And so we at the party, just you know, just being unsocial black hotties. Of course. And literally, this is not being dramatic. We literally at the same exact time with each other and was like, "It's time to go." Literally, and we was like, "Bro, these people in here trying like the, it's a lot of energy." Yeah, we was like, <laughs> "We was like the energy in here is bad. Like something bad about to happen to somebody in here." It's time for us to go. We left. We get back to Zara's apartment, her house, and I stayed upstairs watching TV. She went downstairs, and. We felt high, but it wasn't, like, crazy. It was, like, normal. So, I literally, again, at the same time, she run up the steps. I'm running to her. We like, bro, <laughs> we got to get out this house. Like, did you we hear? Just, bro, we slept in Jasmine's car on the side of the street in my fucking complex because we thought we was going to get robbed. Because she was like, did you hear that? And I'm like, no, did you hear them talking? And she was like, bro, when I say I never wanted to kill myself so bad this, just so I could not be high. This was like, bro, I'm not he was outside of fucking um um waffle house we didn't even go in because we was just like bro so we was so paranoid and that's when i learned from that moment on candy edible me or just tell me the dosage luckily i've never had no issues like that since but whoever that man was because he literally did not hesitate to be like y'all sure you y'all don't need that no, just, no, just split just it like, oh, and the cookies are huge, and we literally ate each because they were so good. That nigga must have put something else in that because <laughs> when nigga talking about they be fighting demons, that <laughs> I can only imagine. I that was shit, my yeah. that shit was uh-uh. that shit was terrible. I think about that all the time. That shit was awful. I ain't gonna hold you. That shit was awful. But okay, where we at? Oh, okay, yeah, I think. Friendship is important to me. I go through my moments where I get moody, but my you and my other best friend, y'all don't stunt me. Yeah. And I'm moody, but not to where it affects people around me. I just like, when I'm moody, I just like being left alone. Yeah. And I think most of my friends, for the most part, all of my friends are, are we all are very much the same temperament. Right. Yes. Um, which is good. I will say, I think I'm more 
I think friendship for me is more of like something I try to hold on to versus my other my most of my friends. If it ain't working, it just you know what I'm saying. Like I literally be going on my way to try to fix and mend, reconnect. Like I literally go out my way doing but that, that. That might be a part of your path, though. I mean, it's just because I just feel like if if we had moments together where I fucked with you and, and we it was genuine love and stuff like that, why can't we just reconnect? Has it always gotten made our friendships better? I think me and you, when we reconnected, it made us get better. But yes, most did. other people kind of stayed the same. But but I mean that. But that's what I mean by everything happening for a reason. So yeah. some stuff is just on your path, and some stuff. Is yeah. Not. Some people just ain't there. So what do you think about people who have friends for different reasons? I'm sure you think all your friends. There shouldn't be a reason why you friends with this person versus this person. I mean that's personal. Yeah. I, I feel like that's personal. I mean, I think now I'm more critical of my friends' other friendships than I was in the past. Why? Because at the end of the day, it's only a matter of time before it's me. I get that. I get what that means. So, if I feel like you can't keep friends... I'm oh, like, women who... Oh, I don't got that many women friends. Oh, no, I, I still got friends. I women like that. Bitches. I still clear you bitches. Because I've always... Growing up, I had more male friends than women. But I've always had female friends. They were always closer to me than I was with my male friends. But as I've gotten grown sisterhood is super important to me like super important because i'm i'm very big on bros before hoes and again i love my boyfriend to death but my friends come first period you know what i'm saying um within within reason right within reason of course but i'm not one of them girls where you know once i get a man i don't got no more friends i'm just 100 percent on my man Nothing's wrong with that. I'm not like that though because niggas come and go. Your friends don't, and it's. I think as you get older, it's harder to actually make real friendships and make it them is. work. Yes. I think when you're younger, you want them bitches to work so bad, right? Because it's like you see each other every day, and like as an adult, all of my friends, for the most part, from the time I met them to time from now, they're different women than I am. But for the most part, they're pretty much the same, right. good and bad. You know right. what I'm saying? So I don't. I mean, all my friendships serve different purposes. I'm not friends with anybody for specific reasons, just because I genuinely we get we have a good time, and I'm I'm all for a good time. And the person who's like genuinely a good friend and who's loyal and who I know, if a bitch was to swing on me, whether you can fight or not, you are gonna swing. Yeah, after girl breaking chairs, moving furniture. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, and I already know that about most of my friends, anyways, because most of us are hot headed on the low, so that's fine also. Um, but I think all my friendships serve, serve they 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 feed me a different thing. As they should, I think. I think with me and Zara, for instance, since we're here, I think me and her have a. This is gonna sound bad. And I hate to, I hate to make us sound like this, but this is the truth. goddammit. it, <laughs> we are shadow creatures. Yes, of the night, of the darkness. And my other friends may be shadow creatures, but they don't show their shadow creatureness. Yeah, right. And that's cool. Right. I'm not like that. I don't have a shadow. I'm just saying so y'all can know what I'm talking yeah, about. But I'm like pretty, my shadow is me. Holistic. Yeah, my shadow is me. When I see, my, I don't even see, like I'm looking at my wall. You know, I don't see a shadow. My shadow is me. It's not no Peter Pan shit over here. I, I embrace all parts of me. I embrace my dark side. I embrace the the Joe Button angry, grumpy, disgruntled employee side. You know, I, I embrace all that is me. Not to say that other people don't, 
But I think me and Zara have we because when we first met, we weren't friends. No, I, no, 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 no. Pause. She didn't like me. I, I never told no you I didn't like you. I had no issue with Jasmine. I we had we mutual. We had mutual. I thought we friends. were friends that whole time, Jasmine, because Glenn was one of my best friends. Right, and that was just so happened to be my best friend. It's, so I thought we were friends. I thought we were all best friends until like we became best friends, and I was like, wait, but I, we weren't best friends this whole time. <laughs> I never told her that, so this is just her assuming. Bro, we hung out. We with all us. met. We all had mutual male friends. They brought this girl to the pool. Then we smoked. They were like, oh, "Okay, her name is Mike." I'm like, "Oh, you got a boy name." So we clicked off that. She was cool. Outside, like Lincoln was our and smoking. I we didn't hang out like that. You and Glenn started hanging out and got closer. You were always with Glenn. So what do you mean? But y'all spent more time together than we. Towards me and you the did. like yeah, towards the latter part of yeah. us being. Really I mean, I wouldn't say friends. we weren't friends. We just, you know, what I'm saying we weren't. I thought we were friends. No, but you, but you're not understanding this. I did not have the same experience as you. I thought the whole time until until we became like actual really good friends. I was right. like, because I didn't think we had a lot in common, to be honest. That was you. I never thought that. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you were you were projecting sis. Cause I was I thought I I always thought like, okay, Jazz is like one of my good friends. We just I mean, we don't talk as much. But that's because like I was you were always with Glenn and I was always with Glenn. So you were always be over my house. Right, but Glenn would be the one spending the night and I'll be the one going home. Not always. Zara, <laughs> back then I probably spent the night at your house maybe twice, two or three times. That's if we had a party and we was drunk or something. You and Glenn was way closer than me and you. Absolutely, were. but at the same time, like I thought we were friends. I didn't. Know I mean, that. we was cool. I mean, but that's all under yeah, the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Because thanks to me, thanks to me for being open minded, <laughs> water under the bridge. But I think yeah, me and her have that connection because we 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 both are shadow creatures and <laughs> we have very similar um interest in like film and television and i would say zara is like the creative friend or a creative connection i have with a friend and i've never had that outside of like vante but me and him aren't friends anymore and that was like my male best friend for like a, since freshman year or sophomore year of high school but we're no longer friends so yeah but i <laughs> I think me and Zara have like the shadow creatures connection. <laughs> shadow creatures hollering. Um, and I think Zara's like the 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 unapologetic part of me because I'm very un- unapologetic. I'm I'm not prim and proper. I don't try to show face. I I'm very. This is what you see is what you get. Zara's the same way. Not to say nobody else is, but Zara is the same way with that. Mm-hmm. And we both like mess and absolutely <laughs> like I, pigs walking in the dirt. <laughs> I love mess. I love mess and drama. And that can be because we like cinema. That can Period. be that. I love mess and drama and I don't care. I don't care. I don't yeah. care to be judged anymore. Period. But we're also very spiritual and all that other shit too. Uh, right. So I think that's why. I mean, I think friendship is important. I think it's harder. I didn't think it was going to be harder as an adult though. It's way harder as an adult. It's not that hard, I don't think. To meet, to maintain friendships that weren't steady to begin with, yeah. I don't, yeah. Right. Me, me so, speaking no English. <laughs> that, I, think, I think it's hard to meet and actually build friendships as an adult. Well, I think because I go to school every day, is not. Yeah, that's true. And so I meet a lot of people who I know I'm going to be cool with. And the friendship could eventually get closer. Mm-hmm. And then they might get farther and get closer again. Well, you know, college is trying to say you that's when you meet your real friend. But you know, I'm going to be in college forever, so. Yeah, and I mean, I met, a, I'm older, so I met a couple of people, I'm gonna say kids, because they was barely able to drink in school, but 
I mean, I didn't hang out with him outside of school because I got a full-time job. You 20 years old. What we got to talk about? And most of them weren't black. And I'm, you know, as I get older, I'm trying to... Because I've had that phase where I was around white people more. Just because... And this is nothing me and Zara have in common. We're... Neither one of us are lame or dorks. But (laughs) things that we find interesting, now black people are into. So, you know, we we would be called, like, we we would be called weird. I was bullied. You know I was bullied. You know what I'm saying? For stuff that I like and, you know, certain things that we're into. So... I think because of that, we kind of attract or attracted for me a more. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get along with white people. I've never had really real issues with them. I just know what I just know how to move with them. Because at the end of the day, regardless of how cool you are, you know what time it is. If them sirens come on, so I ain't got time to play with no white person. And plus, I've only really had one real white friend. Still love her to death. What up, Jay Rizzle? And because I didn't grow up with white people, first off, like in Dayton, Ohio, I don't remember being in school with no white people. I remember white teachers, and I would never forget my. I wish I could find her. She probably did. I hope not. But my kindergarten teacher, Miss mm-hmm. Cook, when I say to this day, that's one of my top five teachers, and she ain't five or four or three or two. Yeah, I had a white. I remember my kindergarten fucking. teacher, and I say that lady was so fucking nice, bro. That's why if I ever teach, I wanted to be preschool or kindergarten. Because I remember my preschool teacher, her name was Miss Buckley in Japan. Yeah, so nice. Oh, she was so nice. And anytime I got bullied, she would stand up for oh, me. Oh, no, that was my first grade teacher. But yeah. Same concept. Was, it was the white bitch with blonde hair, blue eyes. And I, I don't, you know, I don't have no white friends, really. Yeah. I've had two. Shout out to Mitch and Martha. I don't know if Martha's still alive. I hope maybe one day this goes viral. I always like that name. I don't know why. Sounds so classy. Yeah, I hope this goes viral. Maybe, like, someone who knows her hears me. But, yeah, she's from, like, Arkansas. Oh, okay. So, she white, white. Yeah, She might be Native American. There's some little Native Americans over there. She was, she was, like, she was, like, model body. But, yeah, the place I met her was not model body, so. (laughs) And that's, listen, it happens. Okay, so let's, let's, okay. Let's see where we at. Because I want this to be, like, a full episode. Okay, let's give it, like, maybe 10, 50 minutes. So, how do you feel about friendships and relationships like do you feel like you should be friends with the person you're dating now that i'm older no why um because i have friends so separate the two i'm seeing the value in that because i'm very big on like i be trying to be friends first and then all the other shit let it just happen because i want to genuinely like you and for me it's not easy for me to like men romantically or sexually i can just be sexually attracted to you if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so um at the core, I want to be able to like you. And in order to like you as a person, I have to be like, you got to be like a homeboy type mm. of thing. Or like a best friend. Like, I got to genuinely like your company. Outside, I like sex. So, mm. I mean, I think it's important to have a friendship level. Because I feel like if it's not, then disrespect is easier to happen. Because it, I feel like you respect your friends at a certain different level than you with somebody you with. Or at least I do. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But, I mean, I think that there's like... A dark side to that too. Oh, absolutely! Like, to, like everything. I, and I don't want. I mean, like, I want to have a rotation of niggas who are my boyfriend, quote unquote. But then, like, once I get real boyfriends who pay my bills and stuff, like, I want to respect them. Right. And I want to have like relationships with them that are like top tier. Right. And I feel like I just want to bring them the best of me, and I want to be. I want to have a separate life, or I want to have a life that they like. I just want our life to just be our romance and our relationship. I can see the value in that. So, so on the dark side of that, what do you feel about being friends with your parents? Or is it possible to be friends with your parents? Or should you be friends with your parents? 
I think if I were to have children, I want to be friends with them. Same. I want to be best friends. I want to be. I don't want to be that mom where I think I'm young and hanging out with my daughter. No, but I, I'm not I still want to be. I still want to be like. I would want to be in a position where, like, they know that there, if there's no one on the planet that would have their back, they don't even have to think like. And so that's why I'm just like, it's no rush to have kids or even think about it because yeah. I need to be in a position to where if my kids ask me for any, I don't want my kids to ever, cause I want to for them to cultivate the mindset of being entitled to. Like I want them to go out into the world and be like, I ain't never had nobody tell me no. Like right. I never had, I, I never failed. I always had a support system. Right. I was right. always surrounded by people who loved me and thought I was beautiful and, and thought I was inspired. Like I, I want that for my kids. Yeah, and I think that starts with our generation because a lot of parents, like our parents and our grandparents' age and stuff like that, they don't, they're very much on like. Initiation shit. Yeah, I'm the parent. I'm not your friend. And I feel like that's a disservice. We're both humans. I just had you. That's the only difference. And like me and my mom, <laughs> I would consider my mom one of my best friends because we talk about everything, like literally everything. You have a good relationship with your mother. I do, and I'm, I'm appreciative of that because I know the people don't and they're not lucky to. Right. And, and, that, be, and that could be because. Some people's moms are just everybody not meant to have kids, but that a, part. A, a lot of people have kids but aren't meant to have kids. And that's why I think it's important for everybody to kind of take a step back and just give yourself time to grow and see where you at when it's kid having time. And if you feel like you know what, I just don't. The same. The same I just don't have it in me to have a kid, or I don't want to have a kid. Then don't don't think you have to be because you're. And then this is another thing. Even if you want to have kids, choose. Now, when I you know I'm very loosey goosey with dating, I don't you know I don't think she put too much pressure on it. But when it comes to having kids, whether you're in a relationship or not, that's serious, extremely, because you're creating a whole new life. That person could change the world, bad or good. They don't, but I don't think the people I, think about that. No, because they're not. They don't. They don't have that high self esteem. They don't have that high self esteem or self worth mm. to where they're thinking my kid is going to be the kid to change the world. When in all actuality, I know if I have children, yeah, and it don't have to be something dramatic. I think people just think everything got to be such as like. Just extreme, like no. no this, I mean, the thing is, though, it's like, but that's why it. I find it to be like counterproductive for me to even, like, I I think about kids kind of vaguely as just because I'm a woman, I've been in culture too, but in general, I don't think it's like that big of a part of my journey because my kids are gonna have their own lives. Right. I'm just their mother. Right. I'm their facilitator. I'm their servant because I've always told myself, if I can't be a servant to my child, I'm not having them. Right. I mean, and I think, because I've never, I mean, I know I always wanted to have kids, but I'm a humanist, so I think, for me, if I'm able to produce kids, I'm, it's, as a human, it's my duty. And I do feel like I'm a pretty damn good person, so I feel like the person I have children with, we're going to make a great human, and I feel like that's that's important. Whether or not we be best buds, or they come out acting just like me, that's to be predicted, I hope, but <laughs> I know I would make a great human being, and I and I just think that's what the world needs. The world needs more, I don't want to say thought out children, because that sounds fucked up, but this is the truth. That's the truth. Because I know I was planned, so that may, be, that may be why my head is so big, because I know I was planned out of love. Yeah, I think being born, and that's the thing, and I, that's why, that's where I'm on the fence up, because I'm like, I think there is um, a spiritual connotation to being born out of love or even what people conceive as love but just people being close to one another and wanting you as opposed to maybe you being like 
hyper planned or hyper unplanned. Or the abortion that it was too late to get, so your parents couldn't get it. Yeah, and I think that like. But hopefully you never know that because your parents tell you that they fucked up. Yeah. So hopefully you never find that. I don't out. think that happens because at the end of the day, people who want abortions get abortions. But you saw little fires everywhere. I didn't see that. Oh, you need to watch that because. I'm okay with Big Little Lies is where I end with a uh, homegirl from... It's Big really Little a good Lies. show, though. It's really good. You'll like it. Oh it's God. really good. She she do her thing as a white lady. Even though she she always lady. do that, though. It's it's a really good show, though. But her fourth... Basically, her fourth kid is her problem child. Who's like the total opposite of her other kids. And that was a kid that she didn't want. So the baby came out like... This was terrible. Like, was terrible. So they grew yeah. up. And so it's like... I, I I can think you don't want to be that kid. Yeah, and I think people can tell, and I think not. And it's not to say anybody who got you know issues in their life, you wasn't playing. I'm not saying yeah, that. Cause I don't that's know. Not true. I, don't I just know for me personally, the two people that created me loved each other, was in love, planned to have me. You know, regardless of whatever happened after that, I was well taken care of. I didn't want for nothing. And then in the grand scheme of thing, like my childhood wasn't that bad compared to a lot of people's childhoods. Um, but I do take what my parents did or didn't do, and I know how I want to raise my kids, which is going to be, I mean, me and my mom, like how me and my mom dynamic is, 100% want my kids to come to me about anything, because I didn't have to lie about my mom with anything. I didn't have to hide nothing from my mom, so I do want that, so I do think friendship in a, I mean, because really, friendship with parenting is just simply, a lot of parents don't respect their kids as humans. They just, I had you. Right. You do whatever I say. I run this. And it's like, yeah, you run it. You know, you run your household, but you don't run me. I got my own mind. Got my, my mom has always made me feel like a human first, then her daughter second. And I just always been respected by my mom. That's why I don't, I don't tolerate no disrespect. Because I was great. I was raised during respect when I got in trouble. Mom told me why I got in trouble. If it was that bad to where she wanted to, like, spank me or flick me in my mouth she did so but i didn't grow up getting beat on i didn't grow up getting cussed at and yelled at and all that type of crazy shit so my value of myself has always been high because my mom didn't raise me like that and her mama didn't raise her like that and her mama didn't raise her like that so i will say that my mom's pattern from like women to women she was raised by good women and nice women now everybody else in the, amongst everybody else's family i don't know i just know about me and my mama but i definitely think friendship is important in all areas of life um I wish men had more valuable friendships. Cause I, I see their dynamic with friends and ours is totally different. Like they can be friends with somebody they don't talk to for years. I don't or share any type of like bond know. with. Yeah, I, and I don't I, get I don't that. Know. I, I don't know. I'm not in the mind of a man, but I, I want to be. I, I'm apt to believe that it ain't different from ours, and they just put on because they're in culture once again to do something different. Some men are. Cause I don't. I don't really outside of. Um, an ex long time ago. I don't really, or maybe two exes. Well, I only got, I only had three relationships. One moment. So the two boys I used to date, mm-hmm. they had best friends. They have best friends who are legit. Like they talk to every day, see every day. Like one is a godparent. Cool. But other every other man I dated, I don't. I think just shit like I think shit like that is cool to me. Yeah, that shows a sign of like commitment that most men don't have to nobody. Yeah, plus it's like but who, one bitch that they cheat on. You're right. And it's like I just. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And plus, niggas keep a lot of just niggas they don't need to be having around too. And I don't think girls do that. I think that's different between us too. Like girls mm-hmm. would just keep a whole bunch of bitches fill, like fillers around. Mm-hmm. At least I don't. Man, me either. Not I said to fly. Now, are you are there like distant fillers? I mean, I have acquaintances it it like is. you said, yeah. but like I also make. I think it's very clear. I mean, at the end of the day, like 
life is not permanent, but at the same time, like, I think it's clear who, like, my friends and stuff are. And if it ain't, they can ask if it ain't. And if it ain't, then that's the answer. That part. And so one takeaway I'm going to give to this is just don't overextend yourself Yeah. for nobody. It ain't worth it. Um, until you have children. Because that's the only person you're obligated to do so with. That, save all that. That's that's one thing I, I'm going to add on to that. Is like, if save all your good sub-energy for your child. Yeah, because, I mean, friendship is important. But if you and that person don't have the same core values, and if y'all don't value friendship the exact same, it's not going to work. I also think friends who have different love languages, because love languages can be platonic also. Mm-hmm. I think friends who have different love languages is also not a thing. I think... The friends I have, though, I know for sure we're going to be friends for a while. We all like giving each other random gifts. Or we, we all thoughtful. We all check on each other. We all can have a good time, not be judgmental of one another. Right. We've all seen each other do some crazy shit that we probably could judge, but we not. Exactly. We've all done fell out and not talk trash about each other. We never fought each other. Right. And then we all believe in not fighting your friend. Absolutely. And if you do, y'all not friends. Because <laughs> um, if I ever if I ever fight somebody that I, I my, call my yeah, friend, we're, that was, regardless of what the argument was about, regardless of how far it went, we'll never be. We can we can be cordial, but it'll never be no buddy oh, buddy yeah, shit. I'm not putting my hands because once disrespect is involved, I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm not putting my hands on nobody I love. I mean, so yeah, that's my take. Well, I just had something on my heart about friendship, and I just figured since we're here, I might talk about it. Do you have a takeaway? Um, my takeaway is to like. Friendship, I feel like, defies, like, your mind. Like, love in general, I'm learning, defies your mind. And it's more of, like, a practice. And so, if you're someone who doesn't or hasn't experienced, like, a whole bunch of love in your life, to mm-hmm. maybe, like, focus on how you feel or, like, focus on people's actions, maybe not be so in your head. Because I know when I get in my head, I'm ready not to be friends with nobody. And I, and I realize that's my default. But that's Yeah, she I'm does that a lot, America. That's my attachment style. It's just like I don't give a fuck. Like I'm, I can't. It's too much. Like it's too much. I don't want. I don't feel like talking. You know. But I think it's too. It's important to make sure you're around people who know you, and then you can be vulnerable with, and be like, no, this is what I'm going through. Like this right. is how I'm feeling. Right. And I, I also communicate those things too with my friends. Right. Like it's not a secret. Right. So I think communication is key in any relationship that you want to be long term. Honest communication. And last night, actually, I wrote, I read a um, paper about, like, this lady who learned empathy from going to, like, this retreat. But it was, like, a long-term retreat. And she, like, her mentor was this nun who she, like, learned this empathy from because this nun was taking care of her best friend. Up mm-hmm. until her best friend died at, like, 115. Wow. And then she died at 110. Mm. And, but she had been taking care of her since she, they were, like, in their 60s. Mm. And, like... That's a bar. Because if I think about it... Or just in general, think about it. How many of your friends do you know if you couldn't wipe your own ass will wipe your ass for you? I know my, all my, I feel like all my friends, my friends. That's really a question. Yeah. All my friends would. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. If I had to give a shirt off my back, I would. I'm not going to say I'll give you a shirt because if I don't have to, I'm not. not right. I'm going to try to find another solution or buy you a shirt. Right. If, I, if I like physically had to give you my shirt, I, I would. I, I'm I'm on the solution oriented base, but I feel like I also too find joy in the fact that at some point I have to take care of the people I love, who I feel like are taking care of me, because that's like I feel like that's at my core. My are you spirit. ready to take it? What if to, are you prepared to take one of, take care of one of your parents? I think about that often. The older I get, yeah. 
Because I feel like it would have put them in a position where they would have to submit to me. So it oh, wouldn't be Lord. as much lip. <laughs> it probably would be way more because old people would be spicy. That's fine too. I would love them regardless. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm going to take care of both of my parents. I, I've always told myself that no matter what, I'm always going to take. I'm, yeah, I'm not straight. I'm not. If anything, I'll get my parents like a home aid nurse if possible. But I want my parents to be able to be mobile. Yeah, I would. I would want them living in the same area as me. Once I, once they, they get older, I want my mom. Live. I want my mom. Like, yeah. if I have a, I don't want a mansion, but if I have like a nice size house, I need to be able to buy her house. It's like next door, or a couple of street, a couple of houses down, or like a guest maybe, house. Maybe like a town over for me. I need my mama close. Really nah. make her like a little apartment downstairs in the basement. I don't. I, I, I personally, this is me personally. I think what Jasmine has with her mother is amazing. Um, but me personally, I, I want to start my own. Life and my own thing separate from my fucking family, and so I'm gonna always take care of them because that's just off GP. And I want right. my kids to do that for me no matter what because that's just what you fucking do for yeah, your parents. Yeah, niggas not gonna have a choice. And so at the end of the day, like, I want to make sure they straight, but I wouldn't. I mean, granted, if we were to, no, I doubt it, but yeah, <laughs> um, I would want them a town over with home health nurse. I have cameras and shit, like, they right. had them little things on their neck. What is the it? life alerts? Nobody yeah, really wearing alert. those, do they? They will be wearing them, bitches. <laughs> if I'm taking care of you, you wearing a life alert. Help me, I can't get up. Yeah, straight. And I come. I be needing those sometimes. Oh, right, get boy. These like I ain't gonna these lie. Joints. These dead ass. <laughs> dead ass. These joints. Dead ass. These pricks and cracks. Like my leg has been like sore for three weeks, and I don't know my why. Has be fucked up. Yeah, mine's too. That's because they're not getting that much action. Maybe, but gee willikers. I be waking up with Charlie horses. I don't know what be going on in my sleep. Yeah, I don't think I'm waking up with a Charlie horse. My muscles are pretty, like, they're pretty stretchable. I don't well, long story it. short, I think friendship is just important. And I think, you know, every so often with any relationship, you need to just check in and make sure y'all on the same page and that this is going Absolutely. somewhere. Because I know I've done that and probably annoyed all my friends or I've sent, like, a, a long-ass, you know, um, text message. But... I just like to check in because I now this is a candid moment. I'm not gonna say no names. I'm not gonna say no situations. No, but it's been times in friendships, um, as a child, as a teenager, and as an adult, where I not felt appreciated as a friend, and that's one feeling that I'm not gonna deal with you being fake or you being phony or it being static. Cause you know I was friends with Imani. I'm gonna say her name because it's Oof. yeah. Period. Oof. It's it's a chimney behind that one, but. Oof. Um, you know, me and her were friends, but I should have known that was gonna turn like that because our friendship started with me about to beat her up. So that's besides the point. But I think, <laughs> I think you know, the times of feeling not appreciated or you know not important in your friends' lives, you that's not a feeling you want to feel. So if you you know if you have friends where you don't feel appreciated or you feel like you're not showing appreciation or gratitude or just you know and i'm not saying every day send them a fucking balloon and a thank you card but it's very important to let your friends know that you love them and care about them and you and you you know appreciate them and just thank them you know what i'm saying it doesn't have to be a birthday or a christmas or just you know for you to post on ig how much you love a person like none of that's important if behind closed doors like y'all y'all you know y'all really ain't like that you know what i'm saying so always appreciate your friends let them know you know, I like to, you know, either spend time with my friends. I'm not, I'm very vocal, I'm very verbal with my friends also, or buy them something or something. So, you know, just hold tight to the friendships that matter and let go of the ones that don't. And I'm going to leave it on, I'm going to leave it on that.
So, yeah. Until next time, you know, rate, subscribe, leave comments. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Eventually, you know, I'll do YouTube. Um, But, yeah, that's that. So, be a good friend. Bye.